Hello everyone, this is Aretha Taylor with New Beginnings Outreach Program for Women. And I am also the owner of New Beginnings Life Empowerment. So I want to share a quick story with you. Many years ago, maybe like in the 90s, there was this guy that I was dating. We were with with each other for maybe about mm, two years or so. He was a construction worker. And I was raised to be very independent. And at that time, I was extremely independent. I had a decent job taking care of my daughter and myself and my own apartment. I was maybe in my mid to late 30s. Yeah. So I did not like the idea of someone taking care of me. Um, I guess you can also say I had a lot of pride. So anyways, it just so happened that I was taking a trip. Uh, It was work-related. We were going um, out of town. This was in New York. I was living in New York, and we were going to Jackson, Mississippi, on a sales convention, a sales trip. And it was already paid for by the company. Everything was taken care of. The flight, the hotel, the meals, everything. But uh, my boyfriend at the time, he wanted to give me some pocket money, you know? And I was like, no, that's okay. Um, I don't need any pocket money. Um, Everything's already taken care of. He was like, Aretha, I want you to take this. He was giving me $300. And it was difficult for me to take. I would not take it. And he was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave it here. You do what you will with it. I went on the trip for maybe four or five days, came back. I still had the money in the house. I would not spend it. Um, I asked him if he wanted it back, and he was like, no, I don't want the money back. I gave it to you. And I saw that he was angry and got frustrated with me. Um, Eventually, I, I spent it on groceries and bills and whatever. Well, we broke up, not because of that, but we broke up um, a while later, but we always maintained a friendship. And years later, we were having a conversation and he mentioned that incident to me, he brought it up. And he said to me, you offended me, you hurt me. And I asked, well, why? He said, I gave you that money because I wanted to give it to you. Not because I thought you couldn't take care of yourself, but because I wanted to give it to you. I wanted to take care of you. But you made me feel as if you didn't need me. So you offended me. He said, I respect the fact that you're independent I wanted to give that to you. And when you refused it, you rejected it, you rejected me. You rejected my help. And I was like, whoa, it hit me. It hit me hard because I did not know that's what I was doing. 
because I was just so accustomed to taking care of me. And I felt guilty in allowing him to take care of me, allowing him to care for me, allowing him to do that, what he wanted to do. It made him feel good about himself and it made him feel good knowing that he could do this for me. And I took that away from him and I had no idea. And I apologized to him. Um, And I also thanked him for opening my eyes to it. And he said to me, going forward, the next man that you're with, don't do that to him. Allow him to care for you. And he said, Aretha, that is so important for a man. For a man to care for their woman in that way, to provide for her, to buy her what she wants to give her financially. He's like, for me it is, because he was like a manly man. You know, that was very important. He was old school. And I love that in in men. When they're old school in that way, I appreciate that. Because they were raised to provide for the family, to provide for their women, for their wives, and for their children, and for the home. They were raised in that way. But today, in today's society, a lot of women who are making more money than men, they tell the man, I don't need you. They tell the man, I make more money than you. They make the man feel less than because they're making more money and because they're so independent. They make the man feel, I don't need you. You may not need him to financially look after you, but we need our men in different ways. I grew up without a father. My father didn't leave us. He didn't abandon us. We just came from a different type of Understanding a different place. At that time, my mom, um, we were born in Jamaica. I am Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica. But I left Jamaica when I was seven years old. 1975, my mom took her children to the United States to make a better life for us and for herself. And she did it in a way not even thinking, all right, I'm taking my children away from their father. She wasn't looking at it in that regard. She was looking at it, I'm making a better life for my children. I want my children with me. And that's what she did. She took us to America to make a better life for us and to provide better for us. Not thinking she was taking us away from our dad. I have only two memories of my father. Um, One when I was maybe about four or five years old. And the other memory I have was when we came back home in 1979 to visit. We came on vacation. And um, I saw my dad. And it traumatized him that we were no longer in his life. From hearing stories from my older siblings... 
My father was a good father. He was a great provider. And he was very much involved in our lives. So he did not abandon us. My mom took us away from him, not realizing what she did. And so because of that, I grew up without a father. And it was like a part of me, something was missing. And I think what helped me was hearing stories about my dad and that he was a good father. And it, it, it hurt him. It hurt him, it traumatized him, and he didn't have a say in that as far as my mom taking us to another country. He didn't have a say, he didn't have a voice in that. Um, Because as far as my mom was concerned, we were hers, you know? And she thought what she was doing was good. However, there are Decisions that we make that affects our children. It affects the men. It affects the men um, in our lives. It affects our sons, our fathers, our husbands, our uncles, our brothers. We as women, I'm talking mostly to the women here. We as women, we make decisions not thinking about the reaction, not thinking about how it's going to affect us or our children. We give our men the impression that we do not need them in so many cases. But we need our men. Men is extremely important in our lives and important in the household. We need men. We need our men. We need our fathers. We need our husbands. We need our brothers, our uncles. We even need male friends. We want men to live like that. God created man and woman, man and a woman. And he did that for a purpose, for a reason, because we need each other. But I feel that in today's society, we give our men the impression that they're not needed, that they're not wanted. But men, you are needed. You are important to us. You serve a purpose in our lives. Our sons need fathers who are going to teach them how to be fathers, who are going to teach them how to be providers, who are going to teach them how to be husbands, good husbands. We need positive role models for our daughters to teach our daughters how to choose a good man, how to recognize a good man. Many 
of our women and young girls attract men who are not good to them because they don't know what a man is supposed to be or how a man is supposed to treat them. They don't know because they don't have that role model in their lives to teach them, to show them the love of a man and what a man is supposed to look like or be like or to to, to, to be treated. That's missing from the woman in the woman's life, in the young girl's life. A lot of young girls choose men or attract men who abuse them who neglect them, who don't know their worth. So we need the men. I'm talking about the men who are grounded, who are rooted, who have a level head, who are positive, who are good fathers, good husbands, good providers, who are involved, who have structure, in their lives and in their communities. There are many who exist. Many who exist. But were not given the opportunity to prove that. They were not given the opportunity to prove to their wives or to their mothers or to their daughters that they can be that man for them. Because we rejected them. Because we told them, you serve no purpose in our lives. You're not important to us. But that is so not true. That is false. And I stand for those women who say we need you. I am the voice of those women You are needed. You serve a purpose. You're important to us. You are important to us. You make a difference in our lives. You make a difference in our relationships, in the homes. You make a difference. You're very present. You're very present. When you turn that key in that door and you walk in, the face of the child lights up and they run to you and say, Daddy, you're home. And they kiss you and you hug them. Oh my God. That's a feeling that I wish I could have experienced. But I see it in other children. I see it when their fathers come in and they hear that key in the door turning and they know it's their dad and they run to that door and greet the father a beautiful feeling a sense of purpose protection you're home daddy you're home my husband you are needed in the home you are needed in the community You are needed. Men, you are needed. And I apologize. I apologize to you. To each and every one of you, I apologize. 
for making you feel that you're not needed because I am a part of that. Because I once thought so because of how I was raised and because of the, the, the women that I was around at that time and the young women who talked bad about the men and say they don't need a man. Oh, they only need a man for one thing and one thing only. I apologize. Because you're more than that. You are purpose. For a purpose. By purpose. You were formed. You were created for a purpose in our lives, in the women's lives. And so let me make it clear to you today, if you did not know and if you were not aware of it, that you were created for a purpose. Yeah, you were. And you are. And you are needed. We need you. You are important. You are important to us, to your daughters, to your wives, to your sisters, to your mothers, to your aunties. You are important and you make a difference. I just wanted to put that out there. I just wanted to say that to you. This is Aretha coming to you live and direct from Jamaica signing off.